They're like little, like the Tibetan with the treasures. You know what I mean? Some guy goes into a cave and he fit, he, he, he writes something. He says, I found a treasure from Paramahansa that was placed here 800 years ago. <laughs> yeah, this is how, this is the, the mythical lore about this when I pass. I've got to get this going. I like this. This is from an old English dictionary. I didn't, they don't have the same definitions on the internet when I looked at it. But I like this one. And it's for the word obsession. Because it's an interesting thing. Because in recovery it says, you know, obsession, obsessive, self-centeredness, obsession with self is the root of the problem. You know, it's the problem, let's say. And the problem resides in the mind. So it's basically the obsession has to do with thought, obviously, in most cases, yeah. So here it says, obsession, the domination of one's thoughts. I wouldn't, I'd drop out the one. I would just say the domination of thoughts and feelings by a persistent image. The domination of thoughts and feelings by a persistent image. So an image is dominating the thoughts and feelings. So the thoughts and feelings are mostly about that image. Yeah? That's the, the a persistent image. So what would that be? The body, yeah? So the brain, the brain, like the Course says, the brain interprets to the body. You know what? You get that little drift? So the brain is interpreting this event because there's nothing really going on in a sense. It's just how you make it. So the head's making it. So the brain interprets this whole event to the body. So how does it do that? Well, let's just say that the thought system pictures you and I as a body. And so that persistent image is what we're usually thinking about, or actually more so, we're believing is the thinker of all the other thoughts. See, so the persistent image, the domination of the feelings and thoughts is so thorough that it actually says it's the one that's having the thoughts and the feelings, which is a pretty incredible domination. So there's thoughts and feelings. And if you notice, thoughts that are in here, whatever you want to call it, are nobodies. They're nobodies. They're just coming and going. The only way you get tattooed by them, in a sense, out here is if you act on them and then let's say if I used to use, use the example of maybe I think about hating my girlfriend, let's say my ex-girlfriend now, many, like a hundred times, but I never say anything. So nothing ever happens, yeah? I could tell her I've been only having loving thoughts about you, and she would believe that because, but if I would say one time, you know, I really fucking hate you. That would not be forgotten. So now that thought, which is just a thought, really... Yeah, it's just a thought that pops up on the screen. But if it gets, if it finds the ability to express itself here through our compliance with it, and therefore then we act on it and we open our freaking mouths. Now, to her, she's never going to forget that I said I hate you. <laughs> really? Yeah. So the point is. The domination of thoughts and feelings is this persistent image of being the thinker and the feeler. And that's the being the body. Yeah. So to me, that's the obsession. I think the mental state's addicted to this idea of being a someone, yeah? Which, which is presented and actually is allowed to be thought about as a body. Because you can't think about yourself as spirit. Mm-hmm. I mean, try it. 
try to picture yourself as spirit last week and how was spirit doing you know usually you need to have a reference point to think about like you and then you got to have a location it's like a gps you're never going to if if you're traveling as spirit you're never going to have a gps it's, you're never going to be located yeah, where it can send, sell you a map to get somewhere because you're, it's, it's, you're not in that ball game. But as soon as there's this persistent image of you as a body, then the thoughts, you know, what happens to what I've seen is the GPS is a failed system. Self-centeredness is like a GPS. It has the oldest fucking maps of all time and they never take you where you want to go. You go out to be happy, joyous, and free, and then you end up at 850 Bryant Street, the police station in San Francisco. <laughs> Things go awry, and yet you keep relying on the same GPS, and, and, and you subscribe for its new maps, which are never new maps. You know what I mean? You, you look at the 2016 slew of maps, they're the exact same maps of like 1984. So I'm having 17-year-old you know, body maps... And I'm now in this, my 60s, let's say. So in a case, here you go, you're walking across the street, and you see a beautiful young girl, and you're thinking, hey, that girl's checking me out. You know what I mean? But what actually she's thinking is, should I go over and help that guy cross the street? <laughs> so my GPS is saying I'm like 17, and maybe I should follow her back to junior high school or something, and say, hey, I'm, I can tutor you in math or something. You know what I mean? But I'd be arrested in about half an hour. Yeah. So the maps, the maps are all faulty. Yet we keep relying on them. Why is that? Because there's an identification as that which we're not. It has to be to me the greatest domination of thoughts would be the thinker of them all. I can't, can't dominate more thoughts than that. In other words, every thought that arises is held as yours or about you as a body or about you as another body, you know. So to me, that would be an incredible level of domination that you're the thought that implies that it's the only thing that's ever thought about. And also all the feelings. So how to dominate feelings? How could you dominate feelings? It's like trying to herd cats. But you could dominate feelings by being the feeler. So now the feeler, the sense of being the feeler, it doesn't matter what the feeling is, it's the same hit. It implies the feeler. Yeah. It doesn't care. It, it doesn't, oh, I'm only going to be the feeler of these. No, that's what you play after the fact of being the feeler of everything. You believe, I don't want to feel that. But have you noticed, when you react to a feeling like, I don't want to feel it, you've already felt it. Yeah. I don't want to feel this way, but the feeling already happened. So what does that imply? You actually come after the feeling, but there's the presupposing you're before the feeling. How can any trip here be logically embarked on if you're off? You know? If all our drive to defend against the heist, I don't want you to rip off my time or make do this or that if it's all based on after the heist, in other words, the mental state has already claimed life, not for, for you, but as you, yeah, and now is giving you an interpretation of life, which is totally dependent on you still plugging into that GPS. Yeah? 
and relying on those old fail system to direct you on how to get fucking... For me, after a few years of listening to this GPS after it was infected with alcoholism, my idea of success was just not to be arrested. I had my fucking hopes and dreams were pretty pretty much downsized to I just don't want to get caught anymore. You know what I mean? If I don't get arrested this week, I'm on a roll. You know? But I always had this impending fear, I'm going to get arrested. And it was based on a lot of evidence because I did get arrested quite a lot. So, you know, so the reliance on that, which is not reliable, it's like if you were an alien, if there was an alien from a planet and they sent it on a research to find out about us, society, especially America, yeah. And they give them 10 years of whatever currency that planet had. And they send four, four of them go and they land on planet Earth. They land, let's say, in Des Moines, Iowa. And they take in their first bit of information. And then they call up their plant, home planet and say, hey, we're coming back. And they go, what do you mean? You just arrived there. He says, we found out all that we needed to know. Any society that puts profit over health must be insane. Why would we want to look at all the insanity when no matter how great it looks, it's based on insanity? You don't need to you don't need tons of research. One little view, one little sample will show you the whole enchilada. The same thing with selfing, or the same thing with any life run on self will is hardly going to be a success. You don't need tons of evidence for that. You can learn pretty quickly. You can see Jesus, yeah, this doesn't work. And then what happens is, if it keeps being applied, what will it do? Not work. Yeah. So for me, some of these statements, like these statements from uh, spirituality that I really like, are more like warnings. They're never really telling me how things, how the truth is. They're telling me, all you got to do is realize what's not so, and then you'll find out what is so. Instead of trying to find out what's so from what's not so. Simple correction, but that correction, even if it's not noticed, is going to tattoo every other step. If that gets in, it's it's going to be like a shadow. It's going to be your shadow every step of the way. You're going to fall under that same mistake they drum into us, which is simply state, stated, the problem is that there is a perception that there is an individual self which wants to extinguish itself. So that the state of realization will be revealed. Yeah. But anything which, this is the part that we never find out, usually till later. <laughs> but <laughs> anything which this individual self tries to do to eliminate itself merely prolongs its own existence. So you're trying to get out is the form of being in. That's it. The real in is you're trying to get out. You're trying to get out of a non-existent thing as a non-existent thing. See if it's so or not for you. Don't believe anything. Just see. Alright, I'll bring this little template over a giant swath of my life story. Ten years of going to Thailand on retreats and India and everything like that. Okay. Was there a presupposing of a non-existent thing as being who I am who wanted to get out of itself 
so that it would have realization. Bing, yes. Bing, yes, yes. Ten years of all, could you pull all in, this explained everything. <laughs> you know what I mean? And the self-centeredness is so strong, when the attempt to get out of what you're not in keeps failing, you'll be blamed. You'll be blamed. It's a perfect security for a system. Because who's ever in the system will blame itself other than the system. Yeah? So once again, self can't get out of self. It's one of the biggest statements that is very, very unclear to most people in recovery. Self trying to get out of self. Why is it, why can't self get out of self? Because the way most of us feel is we have a self, which is driving us crazy. Yeah? And so there's a presupposing that we're not that, which is driving us crazy. So the logical move would be, yeah, let's get out of it. Yet, we always fall prey to this dilemma because the non-existent thing is also this non-existent thing that wants to get out of this non-existent thing as what? A non-existent thing. <laughs> Has it worked? It hasn't. You know, it's great to get like, to move up, you know, to a, like a, like Pacific Heights in hell. It's two degrees less hot. But still, there's a bondage of self still totally in place. And the bondage of self doesn't happen to you. It's the feeling of something, anything happening to a you. That's the bondage. So what's happening, I take personally. Life is happening, but I don't see it that way. I see life's happening to me. Yeah. Life's happening, I don't really hold on to too many opinions about it. But when it's happening to me, I have very strong opinions about what I don't want to happen to me and what I want to happen to me. If I see the same thing that I have strong opinions about happening to you, I could care less in a lot of ways. You know, I'm sorry. Damn hell, it's not, I'm happy it's not happening to me. But the, the power of the bondage has nothing to do with what's being used to, to bind. It's the idea of the being the one who's bound, and it's also the idea of the one who's unbound. It's that one that's the, it's like the seesaw is the dualistic swing, but it rests on this axis of you. So you're connected, and then the next day you're the unconnected. You're close to the truth. Oh, you did something wrong. You're far away from the truth. Oh, I was so clear. Now I'm unclear. But with clear and unclear, it's the same you. That's the constant. That's the denominator. We're trying to change all the numbers on the top without seeing the primary mathematical number of our mental state, our math state, is one. That we're the primary number. When you you forget about what's on top, take out the bottom and just see what happens if it's zero. Yeah? Things make a total... Things... the old, the mathematical logic of the mental state won't get you anymore. This, this, therefore, that won't happen. There'll be this. There. The whole thing gets cut. It, you can't cut it after. It's like a slinky, you know? You're in. Oh, you have a drive to get out. Uh, which all just leads to be in. Uh, leads again wanting to be out. Uh, leads to be in. There's no escape in that. 
every every time you think you've gotten out, it's another form of being in a bigger in. But the, the, the freedom is prior. The freedom is before anything happened. So, after something happens, see, this is why they used the term in the, that other quote by Ramana from him was, they used the term presupposing, which I thought was brilliant. It's not supposing, it's presupposing. Presupposing a non-existent thing, that's what the mental state is doing. It's presupposing that you are a body. So when there's a thought, there's the presupposing that you were there before, so therefore, obviously, I'm the thinker. Yeah. When there's an action, it uses the action to presuppose that you're the actor. It uses every feeling to presuppose you're the feeler. That's the heist. It's an activity. It's an activity. And you know what? It depends on you. If you abstain from the activity, the heist doesn't occur. If you do, if you don't abstain, it occurs. You are the linchpin. As Jesus would point, I believe, infer by saying, as you believe, so it is. Yeah, it's as simple as that. As a man thinketh, so he is. And when a man thinketh as the thinker, so he'll be. You, have, you own the thoughts, the thoughts own you. You own the feelings, these are my feelings, the feelings own you. You own the actions, the actions own you. The bondage is the actor, the thinker, the feeler. The feelings, the acting, the actions, and the thoughts are being used to facilitate the bondage. But they are not the bondage. The bondage point is that false, that non-existent thing that's being presupposed by the mental state. That's the bondage. Because it can never possibly happen. It can only seemingly happen in time. So what happens is it uses all these faculties of feeling, thinking, and acting to, to act like a glue to bond yeah, the mind with, to this idea of being a body. If you, in, if you look at it, it's not so. But if you're lazy in a sense, it seems to be so. And that becomes the assumed, the implied reference point. Now your whole game has changed because the starting point changed. It's moved the bar. It moved the starting line. Yeah, It moved it. And so now, if you looked at Monopoly from square three, it would look different than from square zero. It would. And the dilemma is, the boot wants to transcend the Monopoly board. But it can't. <laughs> it can't. You and I are not getting out of here as a body. We're not going to transcend. When, quote-unquote, you leave, this is left behind. <laughs> this ain't going anywhere. Some poor person is going to get stuck with it. <laughs> They're going to have to bury it or burn it or somehow cut it up for the organs. And that lovely dog that honored and loved me will be eating me if I don't move for a few hours. (laughs) 
relationships will change when the spirit seems to leave. You'll be seen as a piece of meat. Because I think everything's been seeing you as a piece of meat except for us. We think we're a special prime beef meat. <laughs> I know you're you, you're like flank steak, but me um tri tip sirloin. Do you have any evidence that it no, I just I just know it. I know I'm special. And I know if you if I was happy you'd be happy. It'd be like trickle down economy. If I'm happy, you should be happy because I'm happy. <laughs> <laughs> you think it's funny, but it, you cannot believe how arrogant that thing is. The mental state is unbelievably full of itself. Can you imagine? It always kills me with those movies when Nicolas Cage is some angel and he decides he he's he'll give up his wings and eternal bliss to have you know a night with. Meg Ryan or something. <laughs> fucking, what fucking celestial being would ever even contemplate coming here and then have a marriage and get divorced by Meg Ryan and then pass away on 6th and Market or something with fucking broken wings, drunk as a, as a drunken fallen angel. Wow, that was a great decision. <laughs> no fucking, no fucking thing would want to come here. We don't even want to be here. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's just so much arrogance, self-centered arrogance. That, you know what I mean? Really? Oh, yes. The angels would like to be here? Sure. Oh, sure. Oh, yeah, yeah. Some non-organic entity that's, that's, that's eternally blissed is want to come here to go through traffic on 101? Oh, yeah. Wow. It'll be so great when I get home and watch Die Hard 9. Fucking, I could have been rolling around with gods and celestial beings, but no, I'm going out with Meg Ryan. Wow, I always wanted to for maybe a couple of days. <laughs> I don't think I'd give up eternity for her. But it's insane. This is, you know, the thing's incredible, isn't it? It's addicted to this idea, this presupposing, and it uses just what the material it has to reinforce it. That's all it does. Yeah. The thoughts will not drive you crazy. The feeling that they're, that they're about you and you're the thinker is what allows them to be used to drive you crazy. Because if they could drive you crazy, they would drive everyone who was having the same thought crazy the exact same amount. If they had a real current, a real energy, everyone would be zapped the exact same way. But they're not. They just facilitate something. They facilitate something. The mental state uses it. It claims it. Just like it claims a feeling. It's that persistent image now is what's presupposed that dominates all the thoughts and feelings in one's life. Some of us aren't happy about it. It's not that contenting. It's not that satisfying. Yeah? To me, I always feel... It was almost like waking up to the biggest robbery of all time. You know, I just couldn't believe how... The thought system just demonstrates itself perfectly clearly. Every thought is drenched in time and it values yesterday and tomorrow more than now. Why, if there is only this, would I want a navigation or a GPS system that uses this to just just dwell in there and then, yesterday and tomorrow? I mean, it just seems like an insane 
you know, insane starting point. All right, these thoughts seem to get a lot of my attention. Let's see what they are. Well, they're drenched in time. Yes. So they're, they're, and the only thing they can think about is ideas and concepts and bodies and things. They can never capture what I am. You know, I'm never going to know me through thought. Yeah. I'm never going to be thought about enough where the great mystery gets cracked. And have you ever seen, listen, when you run, and let's say you run, you run for 45 minutes, and then you stop, let's say, you know, or you, you know, you're doing this thing, and then you stop. But when does, when do, when does the thought system stop thinking? It goes over shit that never even happened for 20 years to trying to figure out if I wouldn't have done that, which is excluding a very important fact, you did. But if I wouldn't have gotten hit by the car, my life would probably be so... I would have been a professional surfer. But you're not. You got hit by a car, the body. I know, but I want to go home and think about how it could have been. What, what kind of fucking value is going to be produced by that activity? Yeah. And why don't we have any immunity to it? Why is it that people, some, some people, one thought changes their whole day, can ruin their whole day? Yeah. They, hmm? There is immunity to it. There's an incredible immunity to it, but not for you. The, built, the immunity is built in the system because the system is truly nothing. Nothingness is the reality. When you take yourself to be a thing, then you can be thought about. It's sort of like the drones can never pick you up as nothing, but they can zero in on you as a fucking thing. If you picture the, the drones as thoughts, the thoughts can only pick up your location by the body reference. It's the you that's the gravitational pull to the thoughts. It's not the thoughts that are colliding with us all day. It's the sense of my thoughts. I'm bringing them into the orbit. I'm not. I'm not. But mental state is. It's bringing it into the orbit because if the thoughts go around this enough and the feelings go around this enough, there's going to be a magical assumption there's something there that's being thought about. There's something there that's being felt. There's something there. And then the mental state will produce, the mind will buy the story, and almost like a holographic image will be produced in your head as you as a body. And you can't find evidence of you right now other than looking at the body. So what happens is, to reinforce this idea of being you as a body, it relies on memory. You go back and think about you two years ago. How are you pictured when the mental state, when the thought system thinks about you? You're pictured as a body. The you, when you go you inside, or me, it's just not that thought. It, the mind that's entertaining it produces an image out of it. You see in the mind's eye you as a body. You know how people, when they're walking down the streets, they're looking in the reflections all the time? Well, there's a giant reflective ability of the mind. So here's the thoughts, and they're my thoughts, and they're being used to assume and imply and insinuate, and the mind is the reflecting image. It pictures you, 
through the incredible bombardment of my thoughts and my feelings and my actions, it pictures you as a body. And that's worth more than 800,000 words of a scripture. Like they say, one image is worth more than a thousand words. Exactly. As the mental state convinces the mind to picture you as a body. And then that becomes a new starting point and it can get so insane that you start from here to become spiritual. Your own nature is what you are as spirit or no thingness, but that gets totally, totally, seemingly forgotten and then you start from the body reference to become spiritual as a body. And how is the only way you can come become spiritual as a body is as through experiences. You do things to get experience. Meditate, this and that. But what you are isn't an experience. And what you are, if look at the scene right now. Have you strained yourself today to see? Did you, did, did you, did you have to sign up for a class to sit with some people and see. I'm almost getting close to HD. Seeing, you know, or hearing. No, no. Has this has your awakeness? Has you being conscious or aware? Has it ever demonstrated itself through thought and effort, or has it been the fucking easiest, easily, most smoothly flowing event that was prior and the base for all the other events? You've always been seeing. And how much effort and thought has gone into it? None. Then how do, why do we believe that through thought and effort we can arrive back there? When what we want to arrive at or be aware of is just that, right? You want to be aware of being awake. This is the manifestation or the expression of awakeness. On, yeah? If that's what we want, why not mimic it? It's a big fucking lens, wide open, entertaining tons of possibilities. Everything is possible in it, because it's nothing. Yeah, It's like this, the old Zen thing, faith mind says, you can't use activity to produce stillness, that would be activity. Exactly. Stillness is not arrived at through activity. It's recognized by itself. Stillness recognizes stillness. You are the stillness you're looking for. But I seem so busy. What seems so busy? Your mental state, the body. What you have never been busy. Ever. Why would we want to align ourselves with one of the many camera locations of, that, of, of what's looking, because what's looking is looking out of every one of us right now, because there isn't every one of us, it's just what's looking. But let's just say, give it a little bit of credence, okay? So there's, um, there's 800 people at this meeting tonight, 800 people. <laughs> and, and they're all looking, yeah? they're all the same events happening, yeah, we could change the landscape, but the same what's looking always, right? What's looking in Thailand, what's look, looking in at the Bowery, what's looking in Newark, what's looking in Honolulu, what's, what, what, what's looking? So here's all of these camera locations, right? Little bipods, you know, camera locations. But there is a commonality. What's looking is what we are looking for. 
that which is looking is what we're looking for. Yeah. Now the mental state wants you to be identified as a Nikon. And so that you can look down on who you think is a Polaroid or a Kodak. Yes? And oh, I have a better lens than you, which isn't that. And all of this, and this obsession with being the camera, but the camera is nothing without the light that moves through it. Why wouldn't, I don't know, it just makes sense that I'd rather align with that which is constantly, dominantly, incessantly available at all times. Doesn't seem to have nothing to do with coming and going and bigger and smaller and trekking and then doing that. It just seems to be on. It doesn't seem to be like that it stops behind my cheekbone and that I don't know what all this is and then it suddenly there's a totally contrary, different, separate thing there. Yet he's demonstrating the same what's looking as all of us, but I'd rather just stick, stick with the differences which can only come about through the body identification. And, and in all this huge demonstration, it's like the fish, just did not, it's the way it denies the oceanness. It just keeps looking at all the other fish and getting totally obsessed with its fishness and their fishness so that it can forget the oceanness. Yeah? But does the oceanness ever forget it? No. That's what's so nice. When you let go... The thing's not even going to catch you. You're it. You've been caught completely. There's no... The whole idea of surrendering, like Ramana would say, is the, is the idea of... He would say, to, to, who and to, and, to who and what is going to surrender. You surrender the idea of that non-existent thing. That's all that's surrendered. Find out, study what you're not, and in studying what you're not, this is what happened with me, you know, studying what you're not, maybe your head will entertain, hey, I'm not that, or I might not be that, or ooh, maybe I could not be that, you know? but that all, that's all that it needed. As soon as it saw it as a foreign installment, or a parasitical movement, I give it a lot of names, all I wanted is the you to get that it's other, other than what you are, when I when it dawned on me, yeah, then I assumed the, the next thing I could entertain when it dawned on me was I can be free from it, which I could never entertain before because you cannot entertain to be free when you're identified. You can only entertain being free as that which you're identified with, and that's the bondage. It's demonstrating it in spiritual circles. It's demonstrating in any circles. This, all the circles that we have at our disposal here are never going to transcend the system. That's the good news. The great wisdom of no escape is there's nothing, there's nowhere to escape from, nor to. And who would escape and what? Yeah. So if you can see, forget about the thoughts. They fucking they're like a they're like a sleight of hand to keep you off the real trail. Yeah, you want to get into the thoughts or this or that. Just go to the thinker. See if they're just ask a simple question. You don't even have to ask the question. Just, just pause. Yeah, and the ever loving, ever living, ever present question, which is an aware mind, will just sit with it, and things will happen. And you'll see the tree by its fruits. If you tr start traveling lighter in a long extended period of time with no thorough effort on your part, you're onto something. 
Keep entertaining what you've been entertaining. Yeah? If you start having contentment, not as a product you want out with God, but as a state that you start from, hey, you've been upgraded, so to speak. Yeah. And you have the wherewithal to accept the downloads and then let, the, let them get installed and you'll travel later. And you'll be used here. We're all being used anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's wonderful, finally, for the brush to realize it's an extension of the artist. Yeah? Then the painting, from the artist's point of view, makes a lot of sense. From the brush's point of view, it may not. Yeah? Yeah. So that sense of pause has a quality. Get familiar with it, that timeless quality. Recognize it. That's the true... That's the true time of reality. It's not time. Yeah? You'll feel it. It has a different currency. A different current. You'll feel it. That pause, when you've had a pause, whatever you want to call it, pause has you. That pause is an eternity, really. We like to sandwich it into this story of time. But in fact, it's what's actually so demonstrating itself. Yeah, everything is just put on pause, and and yet you you continue. Yeah, you realize you're the center of it all. You are the reality, lending reality to things through identifying as a thing. That's how the dream happens here. But it also can be the point that you can wake up out of it. You can wake up to being awake, and maybe your interest and attention will rest in the starting point instead of the faux starting point. And then maybe you'll be you'll go back very easily to life is happening instead of the idea it's happening to you. Yeah. And you'll travel lighter and you will know the problem from the solution. You truly will. And if you're in recovery, it will ring true completely. You will see the influence of self when it's when it's been revealed. You never know it when you're under it. You have no freaking idea. Just like we don't know time. We don't know this mental streaming of time. The dreaming of time is one of the most dominant influences here. People are driven crazy by time all day. They are. They never see that they're the cause of it or they participate in it. They think it's being imposed on them. That's a point of weakness, you know. This is a very empowering idea. Yeah. You don't think, you don't mistake a later now. <laughs> it's the same moment, in a way. We think that hap- there's tons of moments. There's, there's no tons of moments. There's one moment. Not even one. There's just moment. <laughs> tons of things happening and coming and going with the citadel, with the sentinel, the all-seeing eye there all the time. Yeah never to be seen. It's never going to be seen. It never gets observed. It cannot be seen. All can happen to it now is to be reflected here. Our mind is like a mirror. It can be reflecting all of this or if it loses interest in this, it will turn. It's like a two-way mirror. We're only thinking it's a one-way mirror. 
we think we're just seeing this and we're the reality, but that's not so. It's two-sided. There's this part that's reflecting all this, yeah, that's coming up with the idea of being a body, and then there's this other reflective activity which is reflecting at eternity, yes? Stillness, giant, giant spaciousness, peace beyond understanding, as they would say, yeah? Same, same. You know, the interest and attention, when identified as a body, will be out here. When you lose interest in the body, it'll be... So the background will move to the foreground, and the foreground will move to the background. And I'll tell you, it's like finally the horse is before the cart, and fucking things make sense. Yeah. You're okay. Not by... Not by pleasing the mental accountant you're just inherently okay as what you are, seriously you're seen as not this the urban renewal project stops the funding stops you stop fucking putting all this attention on constantly improving this because you think it's you <laughs> that whole that, 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 that treasure trove dries up you know, now the body is the most thankful event. It's so happy. It cannot stand being the center of the universe. It's too big of a fucking <laughs> responsibility to have this huge mind focused on it all day. It's like getting burnt by a magnifying glass. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> I mean, please, let me lose interest in myself. I can't stand it anymore. <laughs> Turn off the spotlight. But it's you. <laughs> I'm telling you, that was one of the greatest. What's great is you have a... It's like you get dropped into levels of relaxation that 50 time massages couldn't produce. You know? It's not a relaxation that comes from a big... It's just the whole thing looks exactly the same, but just drops. And you're just like... You're just in a much more relaxed... You're traveling lighter. That's why I use the terminology. As a body experience, you start traveling lighter. Yeah? Start traveling lighter through time. You start traveling lighter through circumstance and situations. It doesn't promise that everything's going to be great, but you'll be able to fit yourself around the things as they are. Yeah? And you feel content and satisfied. And to me, the greatest answer to dissatisfaction is satisfaction. True satisfaction. We're not a complimentary other, just satisfaction. A freedom from this and that, and highs and lows, and ups and downs. Yeah. Like recovery would talk about it, being an average Joe among average Joes, in a sense. There's a great peace in that. Yeah. Yeah. So. Hmm. And sense it in the room. It's tasty, very tasty space. You know, there's a term in recovery, abstinence, but it's got a lot, more, it's got a huge meaning for me now. This lady was making some at my house, making some brownies, but I'm gluten free, you know, and she said. Well, just take the raisin off the top. 
And I said, you know, I'd rather not. You know, if I abstain from any part of it, I have never ever think about it. But if I had that raisin, two days later I'd get the nuts off it. You know, <laughs> and this and that. Abstinence is an incredible event for me, where you just abstain from thoughts. They keep, but they keep happening. But you're not listening to them anymore. You hear them, but then you're not listening. It's totally different. You hear them as you would hear a bird outside your window. It can be annoying and it can be like that, but it ain't you. Yeah? And the same thing with feelings. I tell you, if the thoughts I have today were me, I'd be drinking. <laughs> I'd be shooting <laughs> drugs. I swear to God. They haven't been rehabilitated at all. They're fucking just as insane as they were, but they don't have the throttle anymore. They can't, they can't get the keys. They're dying, but they're, they're like a... <laughs> like an echo. They're just sort of melting. I'm going to get you. You don't believe what's going to happen to you. They just sort of fade away. Yeah, and so their influence is dims. And then something else comes to the fore. Something drives you. You feel meditated instead of trying to sit and meditate. You feel meditated all day. If you stop for a second any time in the day, you're meditated. This body is being meditated. It's just like, you know, really. You know, I mean, hours and hours of results can happen in a half a second. You just sit there, okay. <laughs> how can I get how can I do before that which is being done <laughs> I can't beat that gunslinger I'm never going to get on the other side of the camera <laughs> this, what's the appropriate response, abandonment yeah. abandon that's appropriate so, yeah I'm having fun with it. He starts doing some weird things, though. You start getting...